What up, what up, everybody? It's the Build Different Podcast. Today, just Justin and myself. Um, we had uh, another episode planned, but it kind of fell through. So I think the easiest thing for us to talk about is our fandom of uh, combat sports. As you know, um, you know, the product that we're building, you know, it started off being built for, for uh, fighters, but it's recently because we realized how many people it can help. It's expanded to, to kind of all sports, but our first love still is the combat athlete and combat sports. So, Justin, I want to ask you, um, what's your first, uh, how did you first get introduced to combat sports and what, what, what was the first thing you watched? Like, what was your first introduction into to fighting sports? I remember, so for me, I remember being a, a little kid and I, I was always very interested in action movies and all the cool fight scenes and stuff like that. I always thought that was so cool. But um, I remember there was one time when I was a little kid when our, uh, our family, we went to Las Vegas back in like 2007, maybe 2008. And uh, I remember seeing like, uh, posters and stuff for uh, UFC and pictures of Chuck Liddell and being like, oh, what is that? That looks so crazy. And uh, so I, I discovered it that way, but I didn't become like a huge fan right away. I still, I was not, I was too young for it basically. Like I couldn't, my parents wouldn't let me watch it. But uh, as I got older and stuff, I started to be like, man, like I, I, I want, I really want to like delve into the world of martial arts more and more as like a fan and as doing it myself. And uh, I really started to follow it more once during like the Conor McGregor uh, ascendancy, you know, when he was, Really, I think that was right when he he was about to fight Chad Mendes that I really started following, and then from there I was I was hooked. I, I loved his story. He was so entertaining, and um, he brought like so many new people to the sport, me included. That's like a you know a, a regular fan of it, and uh, yeah, I've been following him ever since. I do jujitsu now. I tried boxing and Muay Thai. Um, yeah, I'm like obsessed with martial arts now. How about you? My story is a little different. I. I watched it as a kid. Um, my parents had no issues with me watching it. Um, I was even more like, you know, from the old movies, from like the 70s, 60s, the old Kung Fu flicks. I remember yeah. my brother used to, you know, watch them like the, you know, obviously the reruns um, on, uh, I think want to say it was on USA back in the day, but I was always intrigued because I was like, man, these guys is like, you know, it was it was those movies where they would oh, oh and then it, you know it'd be uh, dubbed over English dub. But I was just like, man, look how they're moving. That's so cool. Like you know, samurai movies. Like man, I really liked their how disciplined they were. How um, how you know they could mess anybody up. You know, as a kid, you have you know typically have superheroes. Like kids now probably have you know Captain America, Captain uh, you know Captain America and Thor and. Marvel characters, my superheroes were always fighters, you know what I mean, growing up. So for me, it was like the, the Tysons, the Roy Joneses, the, you know, boxing. It started off with boxing at first. I remember my brother, you know, watching uh, boxing matches on HBO and watching it with him and my dad and just being uh, enamored with it. And uh, even my sisters would come around and watch it. And, you know, we it's always been big for me. Like, I always admired the guys and girls that were going willing to go in the ring put their life on the line and um, to prove they're the best and also for us, our entertainment as fans. So yeah, it was the Kung Fu movies, the Bruce Lee movies, the, you know, old Wu-Tang movies. And that's why I ended up loving, you know, I love Wu-Tang because they, you know, the, the movies and everything. Cause I was like, man, the name is cool. Cause they're going off the old movies and everything. 
And yeah, all of that stuff just made me enamored. And to this day, like a lot of these girls and guys did, you know, even at an old age now, are still my superheroes, you know what I mean? So that's that's kind of how I got into it as a kid and why I fall in love with it and why, you know, every weekend I'm watching it. And uh, yeah, it's uh, now we can now I can say I'm blessed to have a company that uh, supports the sport and also helps the athletes and fighters. So um, with that being said, Justin, or, so, uh, have, you hopped, have you ever stepped in the ring yourself or hopped on the mats at all or done any work yourself? Yeah, I did Muay Thai for a little while. I did Jiu-Jitsu for a little while. Um, I want to get it back into both. Um, just, you know, striking in general. Just want to get into it. And luckily, as you know, we, we you know, and uh, hopefully the audience knows, we sponsor a couple of uh, really great fighters and, and two great coaches. And, you know, they're always like, just get, you know, get, get your gloves and come to the gym. Like, and it's something that they've been uh, pretty much – harping on me getting in there and holding the pads and, you know, them training me and everything. So something I, I definitely want to take advantage, especially it's free. Back then it was like super expensive and I wasn't, uh, you know, it wasn't my nine to five job back then. And it was like, that, you know, that was one of the things that kind of hindered me from um, continuing. But, um, you know, I can get this done for free with them. So I'm, I'm down to go in there and um, get back at it and uh, grow and learn. And, you know, I always talk about like uh, Al Bundy at O'Neill getting his black belt, like, why can't I, you know what I mean? So, um, but yeah, jujitsu was always fun for me. Like, I like the, uh, the chess match that plays out on the mat and, yeah. uh, you know, striking sports, it just feels good to hit a bag and to, you know, I would suggest anybody, you know, pick up combat, uh, some form of combat sports to protect yourself and to, to, you know, help other people out in the streets. Cause you see it every day fighter, uh, you know, helps people by, you know, stopping a robber or, you know, choking somebody out. And, you know what I mean? It's just a, it's a good thing to have in your back pocket when you need it. More than it, I feel like also, it also, um, you know, I feel like most people don't appreciate like the, the certain skills that are, that it requires to be like a UFC fighter. Like there's always like the invisible jujitsu, you know, it's, it's the things that you don't mm -hmm. see. It's the things that you would, you feel if someone's doing that to you that, you just you can't appreciate just from watching it you know and that's one thing that you know i i've i've been doing jiu-jitsu now probably six years now and i've mm -hmm. rolled with people of all different skill levels i've rolled with world champions and it's just it's crazy the difference of like in skill that people like the highest level that people can get to is unbelievable it's you, you feel like you can't move like you're, you're you're trapped it's 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 amazing man it makes you really appreciate the the, the work that goes into that that level of skill of being like a UFC fighter or uh, like a world champion jiu-jitsu or boxer or something like that, you know? So one thing I wanted to say as well, based on what you just said, uh, kind of branching off of it, but it's like a community too. Like, you know what I mean? Like, I think a lot of men, women, kids, they think that they're going to go into a gym and it's like... Um, it's like a uh, Cobra Kai or something where somebody's going to come in and be a complete asshole to you and they're going to just break yeah. your legs, sweep your leg. You know what I mean? It's not like that. You go in there and everybody's, very, you know, some gyms are a little different. I will say that, but people are generally very welcoming and they want to teach and learn and, you know, everybody grows from working with each other. And that's what I love about it. And it's, you know, jujitsu, you really, I mean, you can do it with a dummy, but you, you know, you need a partner to do it. 
you know, striking sports, you can do that in your house. You know what I mean? You can shadow box if you want to. And it's always, you know, a great way to stay in shape and, and to uh, not only the protection aspect of it and learning to fight and, and defend yourself, but also, yeah. um, you know, the the mental aspect of it as well. It's great for your mental health, your physical health. And um, yeah, it's just a great thing to do. So um, like you pointed out, you can be rolling with like somebody that's a UFC fighter and they're just, you know, you're first time on the mat and they'll, you know, they'll welcome you because it's like indoctrinating you into a community. You know what I mean? Yeah. It's, it's definitely a humbling experience when you roll with like a, like a legit black belt. It's, you're just like, wow. Okay. There's, there's levels to this, man. It's especially humbling for me. Like when I went in there, cause I was like, you may not be able to tell now, but I used to work a lot more. I've got to get back in the gym now, but I used to, you know, out there benching big, you know what I mean? And then you have yeah. a guy that's like 150 pounds come up and like you feel like the weight of the world is on. You can't get this guy off of you. And so that's what that's where the respect comes in. And a funny story, too, about that. Um, that's kind of where I really started to because I mentioned boxing earlier, but re- really got me into uh, combat sports like M- not combat sports, like MMA. And um, I was always a fan of like kickboxing, like K1 and, and those organizations. But I remember being in high school and these dudes talking about um, pride in UFC. Like they were talking about, man, like I have these these uh, videos, these DVDs and all this stuff of, of these guys in pride. And man, this guy did that. And, you know, I'm like, what, really? And then they were mentioning wrestlers like, you know, the Tank Abbots and um, Ken Shamrock and these guys. I'm like, they're in they're in this pride thing and UFC thing. And like, yeah, they're, they're, these guys are in it and they're fighting. I'm like, really, a wrestler? So it was like, it was intriguing to me. And then these guys are mainly high school wrestlers. So like they were doing the weight cutting thing. And so they were into UFC heavy. And so yeah. I remember just being in the classroom, like listening to them, telling the stories about these different fights. And I'm just like, wow, man, like I love boxing, but damn, this sounds like some, this sounds crazy. What's going on over there in Japan and, you know, UFC. Um, so yeah. right after high school, that's when I first started working out, I started going to the gym. And I think um, what ended up happening is like, you know, in my gym was like a bunch of big bodybuilder type guys and like, um, you know, 250, 300, 350, big, big dudes, you know what I mean? And so um, one day I went in the gym and they're in there talking about, man, this UFC fighter came in and he was like a 100, 155 pound guy. He fights at 150, 150, uh, 155 or whatever, lightweight. And... they were saying they pointed out one guy in the gym, really, really big guy, strong guy, lifting everything in the gym. And they were telling me a story about how the UFC fighter asked the big bodybuilder guy to uh, to choke him out, like just try and choke me. And um, they said the guy with all his might was like trying to choke this guy out. And the guy, little 155 pound guy wasn't moving. He wasn't stressing. He wasn't doing anything. So then um, the, you know, the bodybuilder, He's like, okay, you go ahead and try to choke me. And so the little, you know, the 155 pounder is like starting to choke him. The guy's like tapping immediately, big, big muscular guy. And I'm like, you know, you're in the gym with these dudes. You're like, you, you know, muscles don't win fights. We know that, but you're still like, yeah. kind of like, yeah, little, little guy's not going to do anything to a bigger guy. And so when I heard that story, that even intrigued me even more. I was like, man, I got to watch this UFC shit. This sounds, this sounds insane. So yeah. um, I think when I first watched it, my one of my first fights that I saw, 
that was UFC because I started. I think I started watching Pride before UFC, but um, no, no, no. The first fight I saw was, and this was UFC before Pride. I had went to a bar with my boy, and we were just like trying to kill some time. I forget we were trying to do something, and I, I think we were killing time. And the fight that came on was uh, Rampage versus Chuck Liddell. Nice. Um, and so I'm like in there, and I see. Rampage come out with a big chain on and he's like got this crazy look in his on his eyes. You remember how Rampage used to walk out. And then you see Chuck looking like a maniac with that haircut. And I'm just like, these two, these look like two freaking maniacs. Like, let's see how this goes down. And I watched it and I was just like, oh my God, I gotta get more of this. And from there, it didn't take me long to like go back and watch old fights, go back and watch Pride, go back and you know, watch different organizations, learn about all the fighters. Like within like probably a month or two, I was like, I knew everybody in every weight class. I knew their records, who they lost to, who they beat. And yeah, automatically I was a fan. So the funny thing is, is like, I wanted to ask you about this is, um, well, first of all, my story, like my story is pretty crazy of how I got into it. It's kind of similar to yours. You saw Chuck Liddell on the poster. Yeah. But, um, I wanted to ask you this, though, like most fans of, of MMA aren't fans of boxing. Would you would you say that? And why, why is that, in your opinion? I don't know. I feel I mean, I haven't been following boxing as nearly as much as I mean, probably like you have and stuff. I, I watch it for the like the big fights and stuff. But mm-hmm. I don't know like, something about MMA, like to me. Personally, like I'm a jujitsu guy, so I want to see jujitsu at the highest level. You know, I love seeing like the the different possibilities with like Muay Thai and wrestling and how those things all work together. That's the most exciting part. Whereas, I don't know, boxing is just it's it feels very old school to me. Which is you know, it's not necessarily a bad thing. Like there's some amazing fights, but like even uh, it also just I feel like boxing like they're they're whenever they have a big card, I feel like they just go. The pace is so much is much more different than a UFC card, you know? Like the the Terrence Crawford, Errol Spence fight, I remember it took them like an hour just to walk out to the fight. And in the meantime, the UFC had like three fights happen at the same time. It's it's kind of crazy, like the different pace of it, you know? It feels very like a little bit slower to me. It feels a little bit more, um, I don't know, like the, the big fights, it takes a long time for them to happen. Whereas MMA, it's like, you know the big guy who the big guys are, and eventually, pretty soon they are going to fight each other. You know, whereas I feel in boxing that's it's a little bit more politics and stuff, a little bit more like behind the scenes stuff going on, which I don't like as much. And I don't know some of the decisions I also completely disagree with sometimes in boxing. Well, in MMA too, but yeah, um, both. I don't, yeah, both. But um, I don't know. Just overall, I prefer MMA. I think. What about you? I love both. I just I love fighting in general. So like even I'm big into like Glory. I wish Glory used to come on TV more often. I wish it was back on TV again because those are some of the craziest fights. Um, I love like Muay Thai fighting. I love uh, Tiffany Van Soost and um, Nikki Holskin and these fighters. Like those are some of the fighters I, I love watching. But um, I wish Tiffany Van Soost would um, transition to to MMA, so she got like more praise for her skills because she's, I mean, super skilled fighter. Um, but yeah, I, I love them both. You know, what I mean, I think so many times like I meet an MMA, like 
I go to an MMA event or meet an MMA fan and they're like, man, F boxing, you know what I mean? Like boxing, they just, they crap on each other all the time. I'm like, why? Like, you know what I mean? It's both, both are science to me, you know, and both are beautiful. Both are like, have their, you know, their good points and their bad points. So, you know, yeah. uh, the, the events too are very different. Um, obviously you went to the UFC event with me and that was your first one, right? Yeah. Yeah, we got to do more, but yeah, the the environment's way different. I think it's a more of a kind of more of a party atmosphere, like bros and loud yeah. people, you know. Boxing events like a big boxing match, it's like everybody dressed up, gets dressed up wearing their best. It's like a, it's an event, you know what I mean? Like a you know, uh show up and show out type of an event, type of an event more so than an MMA event, but Love yeah. both. Best place to see them is is the place you saw the poster, Vegas. Um, yeah, you know I've seen them, seen boxing and UFC in different cities and stuff like that, but nothing beats Vegas in that atmosphere, in my opinion. I would love to go to a boxing match in London as well because those fans are, are are amazing over there, also. And probably yeah. when I go visit family or something, I'd love to go out there for a big fight, but. Um, yeah, it's, it's two very different dynamics, but still both very incredible. I mean, biggest, uh, biggest fight I think I've gone to, I've been to a Mayweather fight, him and, um, Shane Mosley. I went to, um, I was out there for packing and Pacquiao and Hatton. Um, UFC would have to be the first fight where Weidman beat, uh, Anderson Silva. Damn. I went to that fight and that that atmosphere was crazy because, you know, Spider, nobody expected him to lose. And Weidman, you remember going into that fight, nobody gave Weidman a shot. And um, we were, you know, in the crowd with the Brazilian fans that Frankie Edgar had just beaten, I think, before that fight, Charles Oliveira. So um, the Brazilian fans wanted blood at that point. (laughs) And they're like, okay, Spider's coming up. He's going to redeem us. And, you know, uh, we're going to get that blood on, you know, the blood we were looking for, you know, Ufa Mohair or whatever they say, you know, you're going to die. So they were, they were, they were enraged after uh, Frankie won. And so then they were expecting Spider to do it. And Anderson, you know, obviously got knocked out and it was just, I don't know, it was a crazy moment, just sports moment in general. But to be in that arena, to see it and see the shock on everybody's face was, was crazy. Um I, I went to him and Weidman the second. I mean, him and Chael uh, Son in the second one as well. I went to a bunch of fights back when the UFC used to put the big fights on um, biggest cards during Fourth of July and International Fight Weekend. Sorry, what would you ask? Yeah, I was going to ask since you've been following combat sports, well, you know, a little bit longer than me. Like, how how do you feel like it's it's evolved since like from here up until when you whenever you first started watching it? Because I feel. When I first started really following it, like I said, it was during like the Conor McGregor, Conor McGregor era uh, back in 2014, I want to say, so almost like 10 years ago. And uh, mm-hmm. I remember back when they were on uh, on a box, and that was like the the mainstream kind of thing. And now they're on ESPN. Now it feels like every fighter is almost like an influencer in their own way and stuff, and yeah. just kind of like the the ebbs and flows of each division too, and like the the different countries or the Fighters from different countries coming up, like Georgia, as there's a lot of Georgian fighters now. I feel like that wasn't a big thing, at least in my from what I saw, that wasn't like a big thing up until recently. So I'm curious for you, what are like the big things you've noticed? 
Yeah, it would, it's so when I started watching, it was like back in the UFC, for example, you would you would get the pay per view, and all you would see was the main card. They didn't, they never used to put the undercard on. Well, you would be lucky if they would play the undercard fights. Say, for instance, in the main card on on pay per view, somebody would get knocked out really quickly. They would go back to a, a hot fight from the undercard. So all you were getting was a couple of fights a lot of times, and then they eventually progressed to like putting the undercard fights on TV and then put them on pay-per-view. But back then it was, you know, when I got into it, it was very much mostly American fighters were the top guys. Yeah. You know, the Tito's, the Chucks, the Rampages, the um, the uh, BJ Penns, um, you know, the, these guys were the, the face. And, you know, we'd have, there'd be some European fighters, but not like now. Um the sport was very also too. You'd have guys that had their specialty, and that's the only thing they really did. It wasn't really truly, in my opinion, mixed martial arts at that time. Um, so you'd have like the wrestler that would just take guys down. They had decent hands, or the striker that would um, you know just stand up and strike and try not to get taken down. You'd have the grappler that was just like going for a takedown to try and submit you. And now I think it's a lot more diverse. It's um, everybody's got a ground game to a degree everybody you know their, their striking is, is pretty much up there they can at least grapple defensively um and you know back then it was one of the crazy things you don't think about leg kicks weren't really a thing back then calf kicks weren't really a thing back then you know not um, really guys and girls weren't taking each other out with leg kicks back then like they are now you know it's like not it wasn't a staple of, of everybody's game but now everybody kind of has to do it, you know what I mean? Defend it and do it. Um, and then, yeah, the influx of, like, Eastern Europeans now, you know what I mean? Um, Sambo, Sambo fighters. Um, yeah. You know, Russians, Georgians, uh, you know, Ukrainians. Uh, it's just, you know, Eastern Europe is huge now. And, you know, it's like they – you had Fedor back in the day, and he was kind of the guy from Russia that was, you know, murking everybody in, in pride and – Never got into UFC, which is kind of sad, but um, you had him and you had some other, like, you know, a couple Russian fighters. You had, you had Krokop from um, Croatia. You had, you know, but now it's like heavy, heavy influence of European, um, Eastern European fighters and Brazilians were always there. They'll always be there. Um, you know, I think one of the things too is like, you used to have jiu-jitsu specialists that would just wreck people. If that was your specialty, Remember Damian Maya? You could not Damian Maya get you on the ground and like sleep you. You know what I mean? But guys yeah. learn. You know, guys and girls learn how to fight that and defend it, and you know they knew how to do it offensively and defensively. It's you know, so I think the sport everybody's so much more well rounded now. So it's not you know one guy or girl can't just come in and steamroll somebody with one discipline. Yeah. And, uh, it's, Go ahead. No, I was gonna say as far as boxing, you know, boxing's changed because i think this is a great year in boxing i'm, I'm you know it's getting back to what it should be the best fighting the best um yeah. so i'm happy about that but for years it's been a money game or who's the better businessman a businesswoman type game and um it's turned a lot of fans off you know what i mean so i think a lot of guys and girls realized you got to take the big fights you got to fight the fight people want to see it went from being better you know kind of the, the best guy improve or girl improving yourself in the ring against, you know, whoever anybody said could beat you and like that kind of pride 
to hey, I'm I'm make more money than you, less risk. I'll, I'll, you know, I have a name. I've sold greeners. I've done pay per views. I'm gonna take the uh, path of least resistance. But this year, thank God, boxing seems to be back on the right path, and I hope it continues that way. Because you know, I think fans of MMA would love boxing if the fights they wanted to see happen more frequently. How do you feel about like the the UFC fighters coming over to boxing now and making their extra money? Do you think that's helping the sport of boxing or or, or uh, MMA for that matter, I guess? Or do you think it's kind of a detriment to both? Understand it's like go get your money type of thing. You know what I mean? Like boxing, that's the one thing boxing has over MMA is that these fighters get paid a, a hell of a lot more. But um, I, from the... Uh, from the perspective of like enjoyable fights, I don't like it. Like you put anybody, you know what I mean? It's like you put a, a, a alligator in a, in a cage with a tiger, you know what I mean? On land, you know, the tiger, tiger might destroy it. You know what I mean? You put a, a tiger in the water with a bunch of gators. Gonna, you know what I mean? It's just, you can't expect somebody from one type of sports that stands a certain way, moves a certain way to, to go in and do anything in a sport where a guy or girl practices that every day and they stand that way, they strike that way, they wear these type of gloves. Like, I don't like it. I, I, you know, I prefer people dominate in their particular sport rather than trying to cross over and getting dominated um, for the paycheck. But like I said, I understand it. Like it's, you know, you got to get your your bread any way you can. So I'm not, I don't fault them for doing it. As a fan, I don't like. I'm, I'm not particularly excited about it. Like in Gano and, and Fury, I'm like, if Fury's I mean, beating heavyweight boxers, what do you think he's gonna do to Ngannou? Come on, man! Like, yeah, you know, oh, that's for sure. Um, I had a question for you. Is there any fights that in MMA it could be crossover from um, Bellator to UFC one to you know Bellator? PFL to is there any fight or fighters you would like to see kind of cross over or are there any fights that you wish could be made that or that in history I guess you could say as well that were never made that you were like damn I wish this fight would have taken place um I would have liked to see Kayla Harrison fight Amanda Nunes that would have been a really good fight um I was really bummed when uh Musasi left the UFC I thought he was a monster I love Musasi yeah I love Musasi yeah, like him, there was there would have been so many good matchups for him in the UFC if he stayed. Um, who else is there? Uh, Michael Venom Page. That would have been really cool to see him fight someone in the UFC. Um, he's a, he's a free agent now, so he could. Yeah, he could now. Um, who else is there? I don't know. Fedor for sure. Having him come over would have been yes. Legendary. That's what I want. That's what I was going to mention. Yeah, there's. I mean, there's there's so many of them. It's. It's sad that like that's kind of like the business side of things that it's the UFC isn't necessarily the best fighting the best. It's you know it's about like the business side of things too, which kind of detracts from it a little bit. But still, I mean, there's still a lot of a lot of good fights to make in in those organizations. But what what uh, matchups would you like? What's your dream crossover matchups? I guess. I would have loved to see. Um, I would have loved to see. Like, if I could go back in time and everything kind of, like, bring these people from their different eras. I think you mentioned Kayla Harris. I would love to see her and Ronda Rousey. 
I think that would have been, you know, a cool fight when they were, if like Ronda was in her prime and, and Kayla, you know, now in her prime. I would have loved to have seen that. Um, most current, uh, you know, if John Jones didn't go up to heavyweight, I would have loved to see him fight um, Israel. Um, that would have been a really cool fight. Um, yeah. Everybody wanted to see Anderson Silva and and uh, and George St. Pierre. That was yeah. a fight that never happened that people really wanted. I really would have loved to see George St. Pierre and, um, and Khabib. I mean, can you imagine that? That would have been bananas. Like, if, if they could have worked that out and made that happen, um, that, that would have been insane. Yeah, I'm still salty about the Tony and Khabib thing. I know Tony's not, you know, he's on a bit of a losing streak now, but he was he was the man for a while, and I would have loved to have seen that. The the worst part about that situation is just the, how weird the you know how weird the delays were, and how you know Tiramisu sending you know Khabib to the hospital, Tony tripping over a wire during a press conference and blowing out his knee. I mean. That fight is like it just wasn't meant to happen, man. Like just like six cancellations for various weird reasons. Something like um, that. Something ridiculous. I would have loved also for Fedor to come to the UFC. I would have loved to see him fight um Brock when Brock was on, you know. That was a big fight that they were talking about that time. There was a lot of trash talk back and forth. That would have been a really good fight. And, you know, this this numerous fights. I would love to see the Pitbull brothers in UFC, you know? Yeah. Um, sure. now that Page. yeah like bring pit the pitbull brothers over i mean you know what i mean them you know there's a lot yeah. of guys in one i'd like to see i was upset when mighty bounce went over to one um i, I would love to see him stay fighting uh you know henry him and henry cejudo another rematch uh you know there's there's a lot of fights i would have loved to see that's just kind of damn even even in boxing there's a ton of fights in boxing, I think even more so than MMA fights that I would have loved to have seen that never took place. Yeah, I think that's. I mean, that's the case in pretty much every combat sport. You know, there's always going to be, there's always going to be a fight that didn't happen. But you know, that's there's always like every, there's always going to be like an asterisk, like oh, this guy didn't fight this fighter, and there's some reason, there's some this, stipulation, there's some reason why it didn't happen. You know. Yeah, this fight is, I wish, like like I mentioned, Tiffany Van Soos in, in Muay Thai. I would love to see what she would do in the UFC or, you know, Bellator or something. You know, um, John Wayne Parr, you know, all of these great Muay Thai fighters. Um, I would have loved to see them come over to other sports and try them out and see what they would do. Because that's the crazy thing about Muay Thai. They, I mean, you can they can wreck people with kicks. Like, you know, what would that look like in the UFC? You know what I mean? Everybody's kicking each other's legs. You take a leg kick from one these people that train it to destroy, you know what I mean? What would that look like in the UFC? So, or, or Bellator, or, you know, F, uh, PFL or whatever. But yeah, that that's a sad thing. And that's why I think the, the video games are really cool because you can kind of put, you know, like uh, Undisputed is that new boxing game. And, you know, you have the UFC, you know, games, putting the old fighters in with the new. That's the only way that we're kind of able to see a uh you know some of our dream matches that we weren't able to get yeah no i mean you can dream i guess <laughs> so jujitsu who would your dream who would the dream guy or girl be to roll on the mat with i mean of course to roll with gordon ryan that would be insane i mean 
I saw Obviously. a video of him and um, John Jones uh, rolling. Did you see that? Yeah, I did see that. That is pretty crazy yeah. that, like, two goats are basically training together. But um, So Gordon yeah. Ryan would be your, your dream matchup on the map? Yeah, I mean, he would destroy me. Like, it wouldn't be close. But just to say that I rolled with Gordon Ryan, that would be pretty sweet, you know? I actually just rolled with one of the Meow brothers a couple months ago. He did a seminar at my school, and, uh, I mean, he barbecued me, but it was really – it was fun, you know? <laughs> yeah, that's the thing about it, too. Like, somebody, you know, destroys you on the mat. Like, it's like – it's a learning experience. I mean, you should be getting better from it, you know what I mean? It's not something to – it's not something, you know, anybody out there thinking about doing jiu-jitsu. Um, it's not something that you should uh, shy away from. So, no, you not be all. upset about yeah, for sure. It was a fun learning experience. He wasn't, like, mean about it or anything, but it's just kind of like, you know, it's just like playing chess, you know? Like, some people just, there's just a higher level than you, you know? It's just, there's not a whole lot you can do about it, but it's it's fun. It's fun to see that, you know, wow, that's that's how good you can get at this. It's, it's cool. Yeah, so, you know, I think we're going to wrap up now, but yeah, Justin, uh, I think, you know, that's why I love what we're doing so much because, you know, we we're uh, building something for fighters. You know, there's a lot of other companies doing it, but, you know, a lot of company, not not a lot of companies doing it, I should say. I've seen some products here and there from people, but I don't think they're going to put the love into it that we will because we're actually true lovers of the sport. You know what I mean? A lot of these people are doing it, like found a, a way into to make money through the sport. And I'm just like, yeah, that's cool and all, but you got to have the love for the fighters, the love for the sport, um, the love of the game. And that's why I think it's going to separate our product, not only being more innovative and more um, f- more futuristic product, future-proof product, but just the love that we have for the fighters because, you know, I'm never going to get in the octagon or the ring. You you probably, you know, unless you're doing jiu-jitsu, might. Um, but we can live through these fighters, our, my superheroes, your superheroes, through this technology and through the data that we're able to give them. And I think that's the beauty of our company and why I enjoy doing this so much. So with that being right. said, you know, it also gives us uh, the leeway, hopefully, to get on the, the, the floor and watch these fights and be in the back rooms and stuff. That's all I, I've always dreamed about, being closer to the fighters. So with that being said, um, Justin, again, thank you for joining me. It's been an amazing call. We could talk fights all day. Uh, and we want to thank the audience for tuning in with us as well. And uh, comment about your favorite fight or comment about your favorite fight, your dream matchup in the comment section. Let us know. Um, we'll see if we can simulate it somehow with data. That Yeah.